Hey, everybody. It's Damara Gardner, founder of Black Women About Business. So glad that you are with me today. I've got a treat in store for you. I've got Manito Reeser. I'm going to give her bio in just a minute. For those of you who do not know this powerhouse woman who is all about that storytelling life, you are about to get to know her. So if you don't already know, y'all, we wrapped up this Be Well Fabulous Black Woman Tour. We are already planning for 2020. So make sure starting in March of 2020, you plan to be with us. We'll be in three cities, Grand Rapids, Detroit, as well as Kalamazoo, and we want you there. We also have this Be Well Black Woman Retreat coming up October 25th through the 27th. It's at the beautiful Gull Lake, and so yes, yes, y'all, even if you're in Detroit, you can make it out there. It's only about a two-hour drive, so make sure that you mark your calendars, and if you have not signed up for our e-news, please make sure that you do that. Go to blackwomenaboutbiz.com. We will not bombard you. We will only give you good content, hopefully you feel that way, a couple times a month, because we know that you lead very, very busy lives. So without further ado, Manito Reeser is the founder and owner of Girlfriends Glasshouse Empowerment, which was designed to empower young girls and women to remove their emotional and mental bondage by breaking down false narratives. I feel like I could just say that and drop the mic, but there is more. She is also a human resources consultant with many, many years of experience. She's a certified professional coach, trainer, blogger and podcast host and producer she also puts on this show called the oxygen of storytelling I have personally been there and I will tell you it has been one of the most powerful things that I've seen in a very long time so I'm delighted to have this beautiful queen here with me in the studio hey 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 Tamara <laughs> I'm so I'm like who's she talking about I'm just <laughs> I know right well, I'm, girl, you feel so beautiful well, as you always. are beautiful Thank you are you. inside and out and it's so funny that when we hear people talk about us it's like uh, I'm having this out of body experience, right? Because when we're doing the work, we're just doing the work. Yeah, right? absolutely. You're not doing it for any accolade. That's You're not, right. And that's what makes it so beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Also, yeah. thank you for having me here, sis. Thank I, you. I'm so glad you're here. All and right. And we in the house with Motor City Women. In so I'm the super house, excited. Motor City Women. <laughs> All right. So let's dive in, sis. Girlfriends Glasshouse Empowerment is such a powerful platform for young women and girls. What led you to start this body of work? Honestly, when I was in middle school and high school, I struggled um, mm-hmm. like a lot of, of our stories yeah. um, from depression and just needing that um, mentor to connect with. I didn't have that. Yeah. And when I reached out to, I remember a teacher, um, I never forget, she said I didn't have problems. Mm. And unless I'm paying bills, that's when problems started. So I thought it was just something wrong with me. Sure. And when the purpose of the reason why I'm stressing that piece of the process of my journey because by the time I got into my adulthood, I still practiced these same type of poor thinking, mm. um, thinking it was just me or trying to um, become superwoman, put it on this strong face. I'm trying to emulate anything that will make me feel, quote unquote, normal. Yeah. So when I finally went through that whole period of depression and um, questioning my life and questioning my purpose, it was in that moment and, and coming off a toxic relationship. Um, it was in that moment when I finally said, I'm just want a break mm. and not from a place where I wanted to give up. I just wanted to break and be free. And I didn't know what that looked like. Yeah. But um, I started to share. And that's when the journey really began to unfold. Mm. Um, I began to have girlfriends over my house and I started to tell my truth. And I told them all the things that I was struggling with because when they saw me, it was like, oh, you always got it together. And no, I don't. Mm. You know, I'm, I'm really unhappy and I really don't know how to do this. And then what I noticed is all the other women around them 
um, when we sat at the couch, started to share similarities, struggles, and that was the seed of this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I love what you're saying about the power of connection, right? Mm -hmm. And that oftentimes we think that we see something that is oftentimes not what we really are seeing, right? Um, And the courage that you had to tell your story, which gave other people the courage to share their story, um, and, and this reality that we are really in this together, right? And so we can put on a good face, we can put our makeup on, put the right clothes on, and the reality is is that there are a lot of people who are struggling, they're yes. suffering, and you know, when you talk about the power of sharing your story to heal, Right. We don't often think about storytelling in that way. Um, And I think that's one of the powerful messages that we we are sometimes afraid to share our story and particularly around our the deepest, darkest, ugly parts of ourselves. And the reality is, is that not only do we heal ourselves from doing that, but other people have an opportunity to then start their healing process. Yes. And you better preach because that's what I how I used to think Mm. these things were happening to me. What's wrong with me? What's wrong with um, my life and you know what am I doing wrong and then once I s- realized when I'm when I told my story this was happening for me because it began to be create this I would say this triple or this ripple effect where women started saying this hashtag not not literally not the me too movement but sure. it was like this is happening to me and I want a covenant where I feel safe mm. and I don't want to feel judged and I don't want to feel like okay if I made a mistake then something's wrong with me or you're going to talk behind my back that was important to me trust yeah. having uh, um, people that I can confide into and say, look, I really want to be vulnerable, but I really need you to have my back. I really yes. need you to not judge me or say, why did you do that? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know what I don't know. So when I started to make sure that anytime I'm connecting with women, that is important to me, what you share with me, that yeah. you feel safe. Well, and, and you just talked about something that I think is important about setting up a conscious relationship, right? Because everyone should not have the good fortune of hearing our stories because they're not ready. That's right. right. And the last thing that we want to do is to expose ourselves from this darkness that we've been carrying around our whole lives to then be judged by it, right? Which is the opposite of creating connection. And so if we see ourselves from a human standpoint as being connected to everybody, as we if we see that everyone has an opportunity to engage in this way by being purposeful and intentional yes. to lay the groundwork for it. So I think that's one of the beautiful things right yeah. it was organic in a way but it was also very intentional yes yes and um and that was the I think the pivotal moment for me yeah when I decided to be intentional about why I'm um, sharing my story mm-hmm. it was never for a pity party it was never for somebody to be my savior and that was my truth and it was um a opportunity to provide a place for me to have freedom to heal Mm. so when I started to share I no longer felt victimized by it I felt powerful you felt free yes I felt felt free free. because it was no longer just let me tell you my story and emotionally dump which I used to do and like you said so we keep emotionally dumping and we're holding on to these issues you just start to um, I would say flourish all these negative behaviors that come with it yeah but the difference this time I was said okay after i telling you what I went through let me tell you what I'm doing to heal mm. so I intentionally start reading I'm a, I'm a Christian um, so I intentionally start reading about faith and practicing what faith looked like I intentionally started saying I'm going to stop using negative words against men against people I'm going to intentionally use words of affirmation to heal yeah. I'm going to seek help and when they started to see my process and then they noticed the shift in my behavior then they started saying oh 
this this may work, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's no longer like this me, let me tell you about me. This is like let me sh- share that we're on the same page and let me navigate and find ways for all of us to heal. Absolutely. A, a vehicle for transformation, yes. right? Yes. And so that changes everything. Yeah. Um, I'm actually reading a book right now called Miracles May Happen. Mm-hmm. And it um, very much is in alignment with what you're talking about, right? That in life, we feel as if that things are happening outside of ourselves, that life is just happening. Um, and then when we're hurt by people, we we externalize it, That's right? right? Versus, okay, what am I doing to create this kind of life that I don't really want? That's right. And what can I do differently to create the kind of life that I want, right? Because that's where the real power and transformation lies. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that you are creating that with every space you're in, every connection you make, every Every door that you walk into um, is, is just really beautiful and it's inspiring me and, and my hope is, of course, it's inspiring our listeners as well. Absolutely. So my next question, um, which I feel like we just unpacked a whole lot with that <laughs> first one, is before you became a consultant, you worked in corporate America for years. Why the transition? Mm-hmm. Um, part of that transition, so you heard from middle school, from relationships to this breakthrough girlfriend's glass house, then it's then what I realized that I was compartmentalizing my life. Yeah. Um, if you hear people talk about core values, that is no joke. Mm. Core values is um, part of our totality. Yeah. And when I realized that, okay, I'm starting to feel this healing, what else is there to life? And you hear a lot of people saying, oh, I don't know, I'm so tired of corporate America. But I would tell anyone, go deeper than that. It's not about corporate America. It's not about a nonprofit. It's not about being an entrepreneur. It is literally, who are you? Yes. What do you connect to? What's important to you? Like if integrity is important to you, listen to that. If freedom is important to you, trans- um, transparency, authenticity. Because the more I tapped into those core values, then it was um, easier for me to say, what are the things that I enjoy doing? And corporate America was awesome. It taught me a lot of great things. But I realized that I am more useful and more energized in the community doing um, some type of service where it's more with girls or women or smaller groups. So that's when I realized it was You And as you evolved, the alignment was no longer there. That's right. Right? And so I love what you're saying, right? The more that you discovered about yourself, the more you could clean house so that you could really embody who you were and so that everything that surrounds you is a representation of that. Thank you. No more compartmentalized. This is my life. I am the same in um, doing HR consulting with Girlfriends Glass. I'm the same with my girlfriends. Um, but that's what I wanted. I wanted mm. to be me all the time. And, and I like to go to church or and I go to a corporate America. I have all these different faces. Now I yeah. know about professionalism. But it was like, I want to show up all the time. Mm. I want to be present. Uh, what a gift you gave to yourself, um, which is not easy, mm. right? Um, but we get to, we choose our suffering. So do we mm. suffer through change or do we suffer in remaining where we're at, knowing that it is hugely in contrast to who we are we suffer when we resist yes and when you hear the calling and that's what i did too and i was trying to understand this process i was like i don't know what this is i said it got to be corporate american i hated everything i hated money minis i just hate it i was like but the suffering is when you start to resist and when you feel the resistance this is not punishing you or you are um um is something wrong with the corporate America? Something with wrong with what you're doing? You, if you're a phenomenal mom, that's purposeful. The re, what you need to do is tap in and say, okay, let me go back to the basis. Yeah. Me, you know, who am I? What do I enjoy doing? Um, am I practicing that? Am I allowing that that time for myself to reflect? Because when we keep moving, going so fast, we don't get time to be 
reflective or have some type of introspection to say, okay, talk to me. Where what am what's important for me to do next? That's right. That's the issue. Yeah. And, you know, that's one of the drivers behind the work that I do, as you know, Mm -hmm. um, because we are dynamic, right? We are dynamic without space. Yes. But imagine who we could be if we created space, ongoing space, intentional space, because that's how we ultimately evolve and we become all of what we we were created to be. I love it. You know, I think about the the story where you hear about um, going to heaven, right? Mm -hmm. And there's all these doors and you enter into a room where there's all these gifts and you ask, what what are these gifts? Mm. And God is like, this is all that you could have had. Wow, that's powerful. This is all that you could have had. And so we have free will for a reason. Um, We have the ability to create the kind of lives that we want so that we're not leaving anything on the table. Let's not leave anything on the table. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. I love what you said, because that's right. We choose. Yes. And you have to choose wisely, because I was afraid. When I first left corporate America, I was, um, and I was telling Robin from Motor City, I said, man, I used to see all the sleigh, boss lady, uh, grind, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know if I'm cut out for this. Yes. But once again, and you talked about this, creating the space and purpose is how do I serve, help, love, and give? That's it. How do and I help, serve, serve love, and, and give? And that's all oh, the that's Bible so says. And then you you got all the gifts already innate in you. So it's nothing to seek and find. It's already in you. If that's not your tagline, it needs to be. Thank you. Okay. Thank for you. real, you for real. Come on, sis. You better help me get right. I, girl, we getting, <laughs> girl, we getting right together up in here. Okay. All right. So let's move on to our okay. next question. Uh, you have offered hundreds of trainings based on knowledge and skills you've acquired over the years, including Strengths Finder and Crucial Conversations and so many more. Why is it so important for us to invest in our professional development as leverage for multiple income streams? Mm-hmm. And I know that you're driven by passion, right? It's clear, right? It's it's passion first, money second, mm-hmm. um, and you've built a successful consulting business, right? Which takes your ability to make money. Mm-hmm. So talk to us about the importance of that. Yeah, so um, just like what you talked about, well, now it's a part of building. Now that you know the foundation, how do I build that and how do I leverage all the great things that I enjoy doing? So I love doing HR consulting and helping other people. I enjoy doing storytelling events. So um, it's tapping into how do I continue to be fresh, innovative, Mm -hmm. creative, and continue to pretty much tap into all these great gifts that you have within you yeah and once you do that that's why creating space just time to reflect and say what's next and how do I do that you will see other passions and other ideas come about so now I want to go into real estate that's another opportunity for streams of income and if you notice I'm not leading with money it's like what do I enjoy doing and it also um I would say attract money. Um, and when I think about real estate and why I love it, because I want a place where I can have homes for multiple women and you can rent out my space or you want to retreat. So it's passion, then money. So real estate. And then what do I um, can do naturally? If you love to talk and have an opportunity to do podcasting, do that. And how can I get sponsors to really help me to have a platform so I can continue to help other people? And that's what you do. Create the space, find out what you enjoy doing, look at your core values, and then say, I can do this. And that will lead you to other streams of income. So professional development is critical because it keeps you innovative, creative, and saying, how do I stay fresh? How do I stay no? How do I keep learning? That's what we're doing. Keep learning. Yeah. You know, what struck me about what you said is that we are always searching for something. 
right? Um, many of us are searching for something versus being and listening to self, mm. right? And so, you know, I've been examining a lot about what it means to really have radical self-love. Mm. And oftentimes we're saying, well, we're looking for that in May. We're looking for that husband. We're looking for that partner. And the reality is this, and I, I believe this to be so true. When we love ourselves wildly, we will attract the love yes. that can match that, yes. right? So, when I hear about women that get out of toxic relationships, and you you talked about yours, where we didn't go down that pathway, that get out of toxic relationships and then take a year off to really work on themselves, and then all of a sudden they meet this amazing soulmate, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, because I think there's something really, really potent about being the things that we hope to attract mm. versus searching for the things that we hope yes. to attract because there's a difference it's a, a real difference yeah i had to learn that yeah multiple times i'm sure <laughs> i'm sure because we don't it's not that we arrive at something no. we it's a practice we keep working yes. and as life unfolds we have to keep practicing so that we don't go back to some of those negative behavioral patterns because that's what we know right and, and let me tell you what i realized as of today i'm so happy you touched on this that I finally realized this is not my life mm. and what I mean by this my um, I was given this gift um, and this air to breathe to have service however that plays out yeah and the people that you feel like, oh my gosh this is just an instant connection like me and you, you know mm. you and I we did um, they're in alignment to your purpose yes and when people are aligned and helping you grow and to um, fulfill the gift that God has given you that means it's going to play out in relationships from men, from women, from children. They are in alignment to the purpose you are here to do. Yeah. So there is no resistance, no searching. There isn't. And, you know, I just um, what you just said made me think about the quote about being a spiritual being, mm. having a human experience. Yes. And yes. the more we t and whether it doesn't matter what we believe. Right. We, right. If, if you don't believe in God, you believe in something. That's right. right? That's you believe right. in the universe. You believe in the creator, whatever that belief is for you. But I think that the more we're able to tap into the spiritual aspect of who we are, yes. the more we attract the things that are supposed to be connected to our spirit. Very true. I strongly believe in the power of um, the attraction. Uh, oh, that's beautiful. Okay. So. Blogging can be a great way for promoting your platform. And I know that you're uh, an awesome blogger. How did you get started with blogging? And what recommendations do you have for our listeners who may want to start? Absolutely. So if you like, um, you're not great at writing, don't write. I would say get on your phone and just talk. Just yeah, be real. That's just good. Um, talk about things that's important to you and, and that's impactful that can help someone else. If you enjoy writing, write. Mm. And don't think about what should people, you know, what is it that people want to hear? No, talk about your experience because usually it's something that we all can relate to. Yeah. We want relatable. We don't just want another blog or another vlog. We want what's relatable, what's real. Um, are you relating to me? Yeah. You know, or are you just creating a space where you could be popular? We're, we're past that. I think everybody over that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and if we're not, right, right, hopefully we are encouraging people, people to have to more not do it. real experiences. Yeah, because we got enough negativity. Yes. So you want to, 
if you enjoy just doing videos and just doing quick conversations, do that. Um, private. So that's that's how I started. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm not really much of a writer. And they were like, well, use your phone. Be creative. There is no um, set rules. But do something that you love doing and do it. Put it out there. Yeah. And what I like about what you said about um, if you're not a good writer, not not to let that to stop you that's from doing right. it. Because there's an app for everything. App, right? You talking to. Grammarly. You record it. <laughs> and somebody can transfer it into yes. the written format. Yes. Right. And so a lot of things are out there to make our lives easy yes. for the purpose work that we're being called to do. Yeah. Um, and so that was such a great nugget for our folks. You know it's the end already. Can you believe it? I had so much fun. That was the most powerful of 10 minutes. Oh, my God. I, I know. It, it did I'm only like, feel like 10 over. minutes. I know. I know. I know. But, you know, we're going to have you back. But this and is the great, the great creative energy and space that you allow. So thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh, you have been a gift to me in lots of ways. Um, and I'm looking forward to all of the work that you're going to unfold because uh, I will, if my schedule allows, you know, I'm I'm about to be all up in there. Okay? <laughs> Same here. Yeah, Thank I mean you. that. I we mean support that. each other. Yeah, no doubt. Um, So how do our folks stay in touch with you? Because I know they're going to want to. Yeah, I'm on Facebook and Instagram and of course my website, which is Girlfriends Glass House. Um, dot com and or my um, Instagram is Girlfriends Glass House. Awesome. Mm-hmm. So make sure you check out this queen. She's doing amazing work. I appreciate you guys for listening to our podcast. Make sure that um, you also follow us on social media, Black Women underscore Biz. That's our Instagram as well as our Twitter. And connect with us in all the ways that you can. Until next time, y'all. Ashe. Ashe.